On with the show. It's another episode of the often imitated, never duplicated Voices Misery Podcast. And of course, I am one half of your dynamic duo, the nerds. I'm the nerd, and you are... Nerdette. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. What's going on? It's Wednesday. I can't believe it. It's the third of the month, which means Mother's Day is officially over. Someone, uh, Brian in the chat, he had a really good comment at what they used to call the first of the month mm-hmm. when he was in retail. And I can't remember what the fuck it was, but it was freaking hysterical, but... It's the third of the month. It's a new month. I can't believe we're in May already. It's fucking flying right off the calendar. But the good news is the weather is beautiful outside. And we are just back freshly in from our lovely trip at the Green Walmart or home away from home. How the hell are you? I'm fucking peachy, man. Yeah. You feel good? <laughs> just set me up for it. You feel good today? I feel good. Oh, I feel so good. Uh. Where, where, does that, where does that from? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever I, it's from, let's burn it. My podcast doesn't. When, when, if someone ever says, do you feel good? Yeah. Or how do you feel? Yeah. Especially in the, in like callers will call in and they'll, they'll play a game or whatever. And it aggravates me to no end. But they say because that. Because the host will purposely, if the person wins, he will mm. purposely say, so-and-so, how do you feel? And they're like, oh, great. And I'm like, you fucking idiot. He's asking for you to say it. And then he starts laughing and someone in the background will start singing it. Mm-hmm. So it's just a... And when a person actually calls in and gets it right, mm-hmm. I like celebrate. What the <laughs> I like fuck? fucking celebrate out there. I'm like, yay, finally someone fucking got it. It sounds like you're listening like, <laughs> to a fucking free one. I love that podcast. I, I can listen to that shit all day. Yeah. So anyway, what what have you been up to? Everyone is dying to know how what fun-filled, exciting things you've done. Very exciting. I I'm watching Prison Break. I'm on season four. Plowed through season three. Glad that season's done. Didn't really care for it when it was on season three. Like season one and two, amazing. Season three was good. It was just it it was I didn't like the area couple new characters on there. I'm just like, I didn't like them. It was just a, wasn't a great storyline for that season. I think, like, every every show has at least one season that is not that great. Yeah. And it's really like, do they come back from that or not? And they did. Season four is a hell of a lot better. Um, but I think that's probably why it ended. Because mm. season four is the last season. And then it came back a couple years, uh, a couple years ago for season five. And that would still be going, but the dumb fuck who's now engaged to Miley Cyrus's fucking mother. Yeah, that's a weird yeah, one. I saw that. Doesn't want to do it anymore. And I'm like, you stupid fuck. So because of that one person, everyone else is like, yeah, if he doesn't want to do it, we're not doing it. No, he's a, he's a star of the show. Well, no, it's really the other one. But, but he's a star of the show. You yeah, can't, he's you one of the main people. can't hold out the other. So you can. You can. I think it's you really can, selfish. If you're the star of a show and they're like, hey, you want to come back? I mean, it's not just you saying no. It's a lot of people also, that you're affecting their those paychecks. Those two, I don't know their real names. I don't know. You, but the two bald guys, but they, they worked together. Like, they were on Prison Break together. Then they went and did, what the hell was it? The CW superhero shows, they were on together. 
Oh, that's right. I it was kept, they were kept in cold and heat wave. Yeah. Right. So like they they work together, and if one's not going to do it, then the other one's not going to do it. It's like okay, what, I don't know what the fuck kind of mm-hmm. bond they've got going on. But Jesus. I don't know. He's married to so, Miley Cyrus's fucking mom. Yeah. Apparently, they haven't even been together that long. I saw that. It was on TMZ. Yeah. You were talking about those two fights. Like, less than a year or something. And well, like, good some, for him. There's something weird going on, too, with that family. The, the Cyrus family, because Billy Ray... Yeah, they're, they're divorce isn't even final. Yeah, I don't know, man. There's something weird with him, though. I always thought there was something weird with that guy. Especially when he started looking weirder and weirder in the fucking news. As his daughter got more popular, he started getting weirder. Hmm. It was the weirdest... I don't know. He just hairs all fucking... Stupid colored and shit. I don't know. You know those fucking guys get all strange when they get older. I don't know. It's like a midlife crisis thing he's got going on. What are you been watching besides that bullshit? Nothing. You didn't watch any movies? Nothing at all? No. But I do have um, on the website Renfield's on there. I saw that one. So I'm going, I plan on watching that. Mm-hmm. I just haven't got, I've only, I'm almost done with Prison Break, so. There's a lot on that website. Everything popped up at once. Mm-hmm. I had no idea until late last night, so I didn't really do anything. Yeah, I was texting you. I'm like, oh, here's a link. Yeah. Oh, here's another link. It's like, holy <laughs> shit, here they go. I got so excited. I ran to the website, and there was a couple other ones that I found. So I've got about four movies in the queue now mm-hmm. after I watched uh, Renfield last night. But what else did you, you... That's it. That. I've been... That's fucking crazy. I can't believe you didn't like watch anything else besides that. But no, I, I've been I've been working, and I'll tell you what, man. I was so fucking tired the past couple of days, and it was weird because I only got like three hours of sleep one night and like two and a half the next, and I was kind of running on autopilot yesterday. But the days before, and I was like in the middle of this, I was fine. I, I feel like I was fine. Would you agree? I took like three hours of sleep, and I was able to get through work and whatnot, and everything was good. But yesterday, something happened. It was like late at night. I'm so fucking tired. My brain felt like it was on fucking fumes, man. And I was watching uh, Renfield, and the movie, it was okay. But I, I, I didn't care for it as much, maybe because I was so fucking like tired, you know? Yeah. And I got through it, the whole thing. It was not what I expected it to be, but it, it was decent for what it was. I mean, it, it, it was a little gory, but it was like comedic gore. Yeah, it's like comedy horror. Yeah, it's yeah, like a mix. yeah. It, it just Which wasn't very I'm funny to, to watch me. It. <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't very funny to me. Oh, great! But I'm a big fan of, of classic Dracula style, and, and and they nailed that the relationship with him and Renfield, and they added some modern twist stuff to it. It wasn't a bad movie. It just it just wasn't good. It wasn't what I wanted it to be, but it, it was good enough for me to sit through. Well, it's Nicolas Cage. I don't really care for him. Nicholas Cage. Yeah, one one and a half stars. I would give that out of five. It was damn. That, really? That Should fucking, I even bother? Yeah, watch it. You'll you'll, you'll like it more than I did. Okay. It just it wasn't anything special to me. Other than that, I mean, it. it, it, it I don't know. I, I don't. I, I think I might have given it like another star. Maybe it, it might have been two and a half five. He paid more attention to it. It just it wasn't good enough for me to pay attention to. For, really. But it wasn't bad. Like I, I would say, watch it. I mean, it it, it it wasn't up my alley, but I could see a lot of people liking it. I do have a lot of other movies in the queue, though. I was going to watch that Russell Crowe one. That one looks really good, where he's like a like a hero preacher or some shit. Yeah. There's that movie, Nefarious. It looks like it was filmed with a fucking Nokia flip phone with fucking a snake on it as a game. It looks like shit, but the story's supposed to be really good on that movie, so I'm going to watch that one. And I'll review those as soon as they come up on the website. But other than that, I'm not doing too much of shit. I'm watching a Supernatural show, and I'll tell you what, I know what people are talking about when they're saying after season five it turns to shit. Mm-hmm. Because it really turned to shit. Like, this this season is fucking rough. It's 
fucking brutal to get through, man. Like, well, how does it have so many seasons then? Because supposedly they righted the ship. I guess they have. Oh. I mean, you if you start a show and the show's really good for five seasons, mm-hmm. and then it, it turns to shit, it's like you you want to give it more. I guess, and yeah. you know how you know how people are fans. They write in and do shit like that. Yeah. Don't you dare cancel this show. I'm, I don't know if that was what was going on. I, I wasn't paying attention to anything at the time. So I'm sure that's probably what happened. And it just seems like a different, a whole different show. And there's only like really two main characters, and and one of them is really fucking unlikable. Like holy fuck! Like they are intentionally making you hate this motherfucker. He just does some stupid shit every episode, and now he's just doing even dumber shit, betraying the person that they're trying to portray as like the fucking Mary Sue of the show, like the guy who's like invincible. Fucking wins, he solves all the problems, kills all the bad guys, saves the other person all the time. It's, I don't know, I'm starting to get a little fucking, like, over it already. It's just, it's not that good this season. It's really fucking bad. They gotta do something to to make me excited. I used to be excited to watch episodes. Now I'm just like, fuck this shit again. When's it gonna start getting better? And I'm watching it because I hope it does get better. Because I, I enjoyed what I like, uh, what, what I've seen so far, the first five seasons. So, well, we'll see. I mean, I got a lot of movies coming up, so I'm gonna be watching that and reviewing it probably for Friday's show. And That's about it. I haven't really done anything else. Work's been fine. I've got um, a TV show coming back this month. Coming back? What um, is it? Mayans MC. I am so fucking excited. It's the last freaking season. Oh, okay. What was that? And the we've been gearing show? up to this. Yeah. Hmm. We've been gearing up to a situation with the with the Sons of Anarchy on this show. So I'm finally, the last season, something's going to happen. So I'm freaking super pumped about that. Mm-hmm. And then 60 Days In is coming back in June. So I got actually a couple... Okay. Good. good shows coming up. Okay, I'm glad you got something. Give me my summer running. shows, man. Big Brother will be out. Oh my god, give me all my good shows back. So summertime, I'm not rewatching to... shit anymore. It's the only time we ever leave the house is <laughs> in the summer. Now you're like, all these fucking shows are coming back. So but like, those are right. weekly. Yeah, I can't binge those. Oh, so okay. I, you know, at least I have things to look forward to, and then some freaking kick-ass movies that are coming out. Yeah. Ugh. I just got to get there, that's all. Yeah, we got some movies coming out, but we got a lot of stuff on the website. I got a lot to catch up on. Really nothing else going on in life, though. Work's been pretty good. Been hanging out, doing that bullshit. Can't wait for that to be over with, man. I'd like to get to a place where we don't have to fucking you know, struggle as hard. And, and that's the way everyone is in, in the country. And one thing I've noticed on a lot of my phone calls is people like cutting back on bills and stuff like that. And it seems like everyone now is in the state where you're trying to conserve and hoard, you know, because you don't know what's coming next. And that's where you see all this bullshit with the economy and going down and prices going up is because people aren't spending as much as they were. And that's probably the most surprising thing about the past few years that really surprised the shit out of me is that the government was giving people tons and tons of money. And I remember when I was like searching for a scrambling for a job when everything was shut down, when, when like you couldn't do shit. And I found one and the first job that I found was just like a temporary thing doing the credit cards for, uh, Bank of America when they were issuing out those mm-hmm. direct payments for unemployment and whatnot. And I could see all the transactions people were doing and a lot of them were just buying dumb shit like fucking shoes, $600 shoes, fucking PlayStation, Xbox was huge because people are at home, they're blowing all their money on that. The Switch. And, oh yeah, the Switch, people be ordering all sorts, all sorts, Amazon all the time. So yeah. like, well we gave you $1,500 because that was whatever or whatever it was and he spent 1400 within the first hour on video games. It's like, what the fuck are you doing with yourself? But anyway, a lot of people did save their money, and a lot of people are kind of trying to conserve, <laughs> cut back, and not putting as much money out anymore, which means things are going to get a lot worse. So it's uh, it's fucked up, man. Like You need people to be spending their money to keep businesses thriving and things moving and keep things in motion. But when they're not, that's when you see businesses hike up the price to cover up their fucking losses. So 
We're in quicksand, people. We need to get the fuck out of it. But we're going to brighten you up today, I think. Even though that was a little grim. I, I think we're. Right. I, I think so. We're going to have a good show today. I got a lot of topics that aren't going to get me pissed off today. I'm trying to be nice. I haven't listened or watched anything on the news. It's the only time I've checked any like emails or direct messages or anything like that. It's it's been pretty crazy shit. So I've been trying to do that less. I'm just trying to be happier with life because we got a lot of shit going on. We're, we're trying to stay positive here in this household, and news brings a lot of negativity. So I'm taking a little break from it. So Woo-hoo. we'll we'll see what happens, and uh, we'll we'll get to it. But until then, go ahead and tell them what they can do with themselves. Okay, so today is May third. It's National Chocolate Custard Day, National Lumpy Rug Day, National Raspberry Popover Day, and Paranormal Day. Okay. May fourth is Bird Day. International Respect for Chickens Day. What the fuck? I don't know. National Orange Juice Day and Petite and Proud Day. No, you can't. No, you can't. You can't be proud of being petite anymore. That's, supposedly that's unhealthy. You have to be 350 pounds with fucking grease dripping on your fucking chin now, and that's the same as being oh, healthy. I, see, I take petite as being short. Really? You you look at it as, a, as a weight thing? Tiny, yeah. Uh, like, oh, she's petite. Like thin, tiny. Yeah, but also short, right? I mean, I short in in in. I mean, skinny. think of like Danny DeVito. He's not petite. He's short. He's fat. <laughs> yeah. But look at like a he's Lizzo. He's an odd shaped kid. Well, li- well, Lizzo's like a fucking linebacker. That bitch is built. <laughs> fucking crazy. Danny DeVito. Oh. But like, if you see a woman, like, oh, like, let's say you see like a little bowling ball walking into the fucking Walmart, like short and fat and round, you know, like, would you call that person, oh, look at how petite they are, just struggling to fucking get out the car door? I, I don't know. That's not, see, I think, I think petite is like tiny, like a waif. Like those Filipino lady boys. Those guys are petite. <laughs> the little fucking, they're like hairless cats. That's what they look like. But I loved your, your Days of the Week segment, okay? And I love it so much, but not as much as our, Favorite sponsor of the show, our friends over at Built Bar, ladies and gentlemen. They were so mad at me last time. I put them after the segment. So they were so mad. They said, please let Nerdette know that we really love your segment, motherfucker, right after she talks about it. So there you go. They love your segment. What do we got today? We got some cookie dough chunk puffs. Okay. You like the cookie dough chunk puffs, don't you? Yeah. They're fucking amazing. You eat them all the time. I caught you eating them the other night. I had to smack your hand and say, put my damn stash down, you bitch. The cookie dough chunk puffs are absolutely amazing. 17 grams of protein, and I'm telling you, man, the cookie dough in every single bite tastes just like mom's spoon when she would put those cookies in the oven. Say, hey, we're going to come lick the spoon. It would taste just like it. And you go to Built.com, and you won't get the salmonella poisoning because these are cooked 100% all the way through. <laughs> Licking the spoon is not a good idea, people. It's not. But we lived. It just wasn't a very good idea. But go to Built.com. Use our code VOM show to save 15% on any order, plus get free shipping. And make sure you leave in the notes that Nerdette sent you. Are you ready to get some topics here? Mm-hmm. All right. We're not going to skip past our birthday, boy, girl, it, or they, them, because it's May 3rd. I can't fucking believe it. I still can't. It's May 3rd. What are you going to do with the month of May? Uh, well, we have a birthday coming up. We have Mother's Day coming up. We have Memorial Weekend coming up. <laughs> it's it's going to start getting fucking hot as hell down here. Oh, God. Well, I like it, though. You like it, the hot, right? Like oh, yeah, I'll bet you know. complain that I'm sweating my ass off, but I freaking mm. rather have that than snow. So, Absolutely. yeah, give me all the freaking heat. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so. I forgot we got a birthday coming up. Holy yeah. shit. Yep. It seems like this stuff just flies off the calendar, so we'll see. Hopefully the next few months fly off the fucking calendar, too. That'd be great. All right, so anyway, uh, this Florida man is in the giving mood, so perfect for your birthday today. So happy birthday from the Voices of Misery. And this Florida man who is under arrest 
after proudly showing off his marijuana plant to police and inviting them to smoke a bowl with him. That's awesome. <laughs> you potheads, That's awesome. fucking amazing people, man. Really, seriously, you fucking see a pothead smoking. Hey, man, you want something? We're gonna hit this dude. You fucking, you get that a lot. So it all happened in the town of Bunnell on the east coast of Florida between St. Augustine and Daytona Beach. Deputies say Anthony Carcino was wearing a blue Speedy, a button-down shirt, and smoking pot when he arrived <laughs> to check out another incident. He was wearing a fucking blue Speedo and a button-down shirt. How cool. This guy's fucking cool as hell, man. He's so fucking cool. He, he, he probably watches Three's Company and shit. Anyway, he, he called them over to, in order to show him his two-foot-tall marijuana plant on his property. The whole scene was recorded by the police body cam of a Flagler County Sheriff's Officer. He called them over, man. He's oh, yeah. like, look what I got. Let, now listen to this part right here. On, on the video, the officer asked them, do you have a marijuana card? He replied, oh yeah, I do, I'm working on it. And then he laughs and says, I, I have the card, fuck, come on guys, let's talk. And the officer asks, is this your plant? He says, yes. The officer goes, did you grow it? What did you give it? Water? Miracle grow? The guy goes back... I thought it was going to be easy going out to California and learning how to grow pot. The indica, sativa strains. Oh boy, you're looking right as, 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 at these small crystals here, and he's showing them. You got to smoke a bowl with me, please. The officer goes like I can't. I know you're on duty. The officer walks away, and he, and the guy goes, "Where are you going?" The officer goes, "I'm getting my pipe," and he comes back with handcuffs and arrests the motherfucker. So, what a fucking asshole, man. Hmm. Holy fucking shit. So he tried to get the officer to smoke with him. The officer wasn't having it. And he went to his car. He's like, I'm going to go get my pipe. He comes back with handcuffs and fucking arrest the guy and bring him in. So He wasn't hurting uh, anybody. I know. It's, it's, so this stupid. Is, this is one of those things where you've got to laugh at the cops and be like, you know what, man? Some of these guys are so fucking uptight, you know? He this was guy, willing to even share it, man. He he's, was friendly. He's so in fucking... In Speedo. He's in the Speedo in a button-down shirt. you got to let him go for that alone. And then he, off, he offers to smoke you out. He's not doing anything. He's not hurting anybody. He's just—I I just don't see the problem with this guy, and it sucks that he got arrested. But he's just a Florida man doing Florida man things, people. And that's your Florida man birthday story for today. Did you see that Kevin Costner is getting divorced? I did see that. I saw that this morning, and I'm like, oh, okay, maybe that's what's going on. <laughs> I think so. I, I was giving him a maybe hard time. Maybe that's the fucking problem right there. He wants to leave the show. Maybe the wife was jealous of, the, of his maybe success. He, maybe she didn't want him filming or something. For He's like, did you see that little time. hot blonde in the show? I don't want you around her anymore. Uh, maybe, maybe that could be it. I uh, don't know. That's that. That stinks because yeah. yeah. Fuck, that sucks. Either one of two things happen. Either he thinks he's hot shit now because he finally got a fucking hit after all these years of being in Hollywood. He's finally being respected as a decent actor. Maybe that got to his head. He's being a little bit of an asshole at home. Or he's uh, leaving the show because of the problems, you know? Yeah. They, it could have been that, too. So, rest in peace to Kevin Costner. I just want to say rest in he's peace. He's not for... dead. No, shit. <laughs> all right, wish, wish it does, it does make me wonder, though. What, if he's going to die? No, no, it definitely makes me wonder now that the yeah. announcement came out that the, they're ending the show. So, mm, I gotcha. All right, so let's get into some topics here. I got some good. Oh, things. but you would think if What's they're that? getting divorced that he, he shut the fuck up and now now you got all the time in the world to film, bitch. Yeah. Now you got all the fucking time you want. You would think so. Make all the freaking money you want. You're getting divorced. You can't get your money once you're divorced. <laughs> Just keep keep the show going. Yeah, he's got a lot of kids with her too. God damn it. Yeah. Well, rest in peace, Kevin. It's. All right, so you want to hear about this fucking McDonald's store, man? 
This fucking McDonald's. This is some bullshit. They employed 10-year-olds. Yeah, I yeah, I saw that. Did you see that shit, man? Mm-hmm. So the U.S. Labor Department's coming down hard on this McDonald's because... And this happened in Kentucky, by the way. They employed two 10-year-old children in violation of federal labor laws. Bauer Food LLC, this is the Louisville-based operator of 10 McDonald's franchise locations across two states. And this is the end of this company. They are, you are done. Shutting them the fuck down. Top to bottom, they're ripped apart. There's, you, you, can't, you can't do this. But anyway, um, officials said the children were not paid. They yet sometimes worked as late as 2 a.m. And they prepared and distributed food orders, cleaned the store, worked the drive through window, and operated a register. This were is fucking em- slavery. Were these, like, employees' kids? Like, who's... Who, who, where... I How would need to happen? know. I would need to know a lot about this story because yeah, whose ten year olds were? Whose kids? You can't just find ten year olds and put them to work. Yeah, I, this is weird. You would think parents would ask, "Hey, where the fuck is our kid at? It's it's one o'clock in the morning." Yeah, <laughs> where the fuck is my kid? They're working the drive through, not getting. You know what I'm thinking are they here? Family members of the owner. I, like I, it's I don't they know. it. They got to be someone's kids that have to do with McDonald's. I would think. You know, parents can be like, "Oh yeah, send my." Ten-year-old off to work a fucking drive-through for free in at midnight for free. Yeah, no. It, I can see some be... parents doing this to their kids for extra money. Like I can see people being desperate to sign their kids. That I can see, but for money. Yeah, I so. don't know. And it's fucked up. Like I, I definitely don't condone it, but I can see people doing it because people are scumbags. But anyway, investigators learned that one of the two, of the two children was allowed to operate the deep fryer, which is a task for workers sixteen and up. So the franchise owner, Sean Bauer, told CBS News that the children were visiting their parent, who works as a night manager. Mm. He said the kids were not approved to be in that part of restaurant uh, by franchise organization management, that any part that, uh, or any part of work done by children was at the direction and, and the presence of a parent. So Bauer added that the company has worked to make sure the policy regarding children visiting parents and guardians at work is clear to all employees. There were some other issues where a 15-year-old worker suffered uh, hot oil burns while using a deep fryer that they weren't supposed to be uh, working at and all that bullshit. $40,000 in penalties. $40,000 fucking dollars for each child they're, they're hitting this franchise with, apparently. So this is a big-time, big-time thing here. They're going to shut the store down temporarily, too, while they investigate. So Fucked up shit. There's really not much information about this, except for they were just visiting, and I guess they were helping the, the manager. Maybe they had a call-out or something and put the kids to work. Well, since one of the employees was, yeah. the, was the parent. Yeah, it's it's really so, fucking weird, though. The employee brought the kids in. Because it, cause in the beginning of the article, it I says... I would be so pissed. They dude. sometimes work that late. Yeah, I don't... This is very... So it's it sounds like more than one time this has happened. So maybe there is some truth to this. Like, maybe the parent does work there and they, they bring their kids. They probably don't have a babysitter. Yeah. Hey, why don't you help me out while you're here? That kind of thing. If and they're working until 2 a.m.? They probably don't have a sitter. That could be it. So they bring their kids to work. You know what? That makes more sense. It sucks that we have to fill in the fucking plot holes for this fucking yeah. horribly written article. And, of course, it came from Yahoo, so that explains a lot of it. They weren't mm-hmm. shitting on fucking, uh, you know, bulls. I'm surprised they actually brought this to people's attention that kids are being abused because they love that shit. They love children being abused. So I'm surprised. Well, this isn't the way they want them abused, I guess. If they're working until 2 a.m., how can we show them these sex books? <laughs> you know what I mean? What the fuck? I don't know, man. This is really sad. But if they're with the parent, I mean, how how bad of a thing is this? Because I was thinking they were just fucking plucking kids, like just giving kids jobs, you know? I'm not paying them and shit. Like making them do it like this is some sort of fucking like, trafficking issue or something like that. I don't know. I'm really fucked up, know. though. Either way, it's fucked up. 
that's, that's that's nuts. All right, let me get to this other one here. So this one is fucked up. So there's a accusation of this creepy passenger groping a flight attendant's crotch that our our, our lovely federal agents are investigating right now. This man's a Florida man, of course. He's a 74-year-old Florida man. He's facing federal charges for allegedly groping a flight attendant's crotch during takeoff, lustily telling the creeped-out woman, Oh, I smell that perfume. Ugh. His name is Gary Matthews Orchetti. He boarded American Airlines Flight 5062 from Sarasota to Charlotte, North Carolina, on February 28, 2020. He almost immediately began acting inappropriately because he was probably fucking drunk. Because they let you get low, because it's encouraged to get drunk for the, before these things for some reason. So Ricchetti, who was assigned to seat 23C, stood up a few moments after getting on the plane <clears> to let the passenger assigned to 23A sit down. As it was very crowded on the airplane during this time, and Soricetti is a large man, flight attendant SJ opened the lavatory door to provide a bit more room in the aisle for Soricetti to move and allow 23A to be seated. As Soricetti stood up, he backed up in the SJ and multiple times stated, Am I squishing you? Are you squishing me? In a playful, not concerned tone. And once Soricetti was uh, reseated, he asked SJ for a seatbelt extender. SJ helpfully uh, told Soricetti that he could move to a vacant seat once boarding was complete. But when he went to move, he stood up and Soricetti placed both of his hands on SJ's hips for approximately three to four seconds. SJ told her co-worker that, uh, or the co-worker FS, I guess they wanted to keep the name protected, that Sorochetti was being a little bit weird, the complaint continued. She then saw Sorochetti was not sitting in a vacant seat, she directed him, but a seat beside her jump seat. What? How, how did he get to a seat there? He's, he's, he's just fucking moving around. Uh, Sorochetti did not move and instead stated, Oh, I'm happy and lucky to sit back here with you. SJ again suggested oh, no. Sorochetti move to seat 23F or another vacant seat, <clears throat> but Sorochetti again declined and stated he was happy where he was. This man wanted to clap. Flight attendants are pretty hot normally, too, so she was, she was probably a very attractive woman, and he was drunk and was like, oh, she likes me because she said hi to me, because a lot of guys get confused that if a girl's like, I don't know. They, they need to just stop and start putting, like, a... Don't they put undercover, like, officers up uh, they do. planes? They do. All the time? I'm not sure if it's it all the time. It needs to start being a regular thing. I don't like, know if it's all the time, ridiculous. but they do have those federal agents that are dressed like normal people. Like, that's ridiculous for yeah. this guy to be able to just walk around the plane and do that and sit wherever he wants and, like, get the fuck out of here, He's man. fucking drunk. You know what? That's the problem, though. Guys, if a girl walks by and, and, and fucking smiles at you and keeps walking, he's, oh, she fucking digs me, dude. That's just, that's just how we are. We fucking, that's just how we are. He probably is drunk. This woman offered to help him fucking move his seat. And he's like, she's talking to me. She wants to fuck you. And that's just how, this is how the people are. But anyway, when SJ was preparing for takeoff, Sorichetti told her, because he can't leave her the fuck alone... You look scared. According to the complaint, SJ... Yeah, dude. Yeah. You're a creep. SJ denied being frightened, which Sorichetti told her, I love the smell of your perfume. He then attempted a clumsy bit of small talk, telling SJ again that he loved the smell of her perfume and reiterating how lucky he was to be sitting next to her. When he asked her where she lived, she lied and said Georgia. The flight was delayed due to the visit, uh, area by then Vice President Mike Pence. So he asked her, did you vote for Pence? And she didn't want to talk about politics, so she told him that. And then that's when he got even more creepy and started feeling her up. And he put his hand on her thigh and caressed her leg. And then that's when she went and reported this motherfucker. No, no. Why was this reported, like, beforehand? I think this went way too fucking far. The moment he sat down next to her jump seat, that's it. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, dude, I told you. Twice. You yeah. need to sit over here. You sit in your fucking seat. You got U.S. Marshals You're not. I would not sit down next to him. I don't give a fuck if we're about to take off or not. Like, we're not yeah. leaving until we do something about this dude. He's a fucking creep and he keeps touching me. And he won't fucking move. Yeah. This oh. is when it got weirder. So the plane took off. 
No. They're mm. supposed to... St- when someone's acting weird, you, you, I mean, we've talked about this on the last episode. They they leave the planes for like hours. You're stranded because some just get them the fuck off and move, right? You would think that would be happening. But anyway, they, they took off and he, he, he fucking... Dude, she was wearing a skirt and his thumb was on her upper thigh. Oh, God. He slowly moved his hand up and touched her crotch. All she did was say, "Don't do that," and he and he quickly moved his hand away, and that's when she reported it, and they uh, and they notified the authorities on the ground. So I guess they didn't have a U.S. marshal on this one. Well, but when they landed, they got his ass. Dude is a creep, but she needed to say something to help a lot sooner than that. Dude, he got hit with so many fucking charges. Holy shit! It's like a, too much to read as far as the charges go. But he's he could face him two years in prison for this bullshit. She waited way too long. She waited till after they took off, man. She, yeah. He was touching her and wouldn't move before they yeah. took off. That was fucked up. Oh, no. I don't... I don't... Mm-hmm. Well, what do you got? Oh, okay. Well, officials said a Los Angeles police sergeant is without part of his pinky after it was bitten off by a man experiencing homelessness. It's not just a homeless man. They're experiencing... Homelessness. Mm. I don't know why they word it like that now. Because they're it's trying so to be inclusive. Stupid. Don't hurt them. He doesn't have a fucking home. So what is he? Homeless. Oh I mean, God. what the fuck? They're... No, we gotta be sensitive. The Los Angeles Police Department sergeant was patrolling the Metro Red Line in East Hollywood Thursday around 10.15 a.m. when a man aboard the train allegedly had drug paraphernalia on him. The LAPD officers approached the man, later identified as 36-year-old... I don't know... Don't know his name. And escorted him off the train. And that's when police say he became violent and attempted to fight off the LAPD officers at the scene. Short time later, authorities said he bit the sergeant. <laughs> Why is that the one move that everyone goes to? <laughs> Biting off noses and ears and, <laughs> and pinkies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the LAPD sergeant was taken to the hospital. The tip of his pinky was retrieved by paramedics, but apparently doctors were unable to reattach it. So the guy was arrested and is facing several charges, including assault on a peace officer. Fucking hey, man. How do people have such sharp teeth that you can bite through shit and just Mm. rip someone's fucking body part off? I can't imagine that. I I, I, I mean, you gotta bite hard for that. Yeah, I, I don't think. I mean, I guess I'm underestimating the strength of a human jaw. I didn't. I, I, didn't, I don't know how much pounds per or how much pressure per fucking bite like is or whatever crazy. the hell the measurement is for that. Like this is probably like the tip of the pinky, yeah. right? So, I mean, okay, and then the earlobe and then the nose. <sighs> it just seems like that's you, you got to bite super are, fucking hard to do that. You got you got to have a really good bite because you you would think that the human bones are going to be strong, even though the pinky is a really thin bone. You would think it'd be. I don't know. Actually, I'm feeling my pinky right now. It's kind of thin. I, I, I think I could chew through that if I wanted to. Let's <laughs> test it. Yeah, please, please see if you can bite your pinky off. No, I I, no, I, I kind of need that so I can grip shit. <laughs> Maybe not. Oh my god, how fucking weird would that be? I I, I really want to try it. Now. I really fucking do. I, I think you could. A pinky, I don't know. Not like a thumb. A thumb is a pretty thick fucking bone there, you know? It's gross. People I don't know. Always biting body parts off. Well, people are fucking gross, man. It could be worse, <sighs> I guess, right? So listen to this one. So rapper Debrat says she and her wife chose a white sperm donor because the only black uh, sperm donor presented to them looked like Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> fucking see this article. I told you I'm not trying to fucking talk about COVID and shit for a while. I'm 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 sick of but being how angry. How is that possible? I don't know. What they were only given one option. 
I, apparently, and he looked like Jiminy Cricket, so they, they did Only not want one, that. One black guy in the whole world. I guess at this place that they sperm. went. You know what I think it Go was? Go to a different place. You know what? I, I think this is a cover. I, I think she wanted a white baby and was like, I, I have to make up a story. Yeah, this doesn't sound right. Because she was going to lose a lot of street credit. I don't know what the fuck it is. But anyway, the brat and, and her wife, Jessica Dupart, have uh, shared why they chose a white sperm donor to conceive their first child. Why do they even have to fucking make it a thing? Because if, like, Angelina Jolie ha- has a black child, she doesn't have yeah. to explain it. They don't. She doesn't. Like, Sandra Bullock has, has, yeah. has a black child, doesn't ever have to explain it. Why did you want a black one so bad? But why does the brat have to explain this shit? Yeah, I don't know. She wants a white... Who gives a fuck? I think they did explain it, though. I'm trying to think. Well, didn't, why? Didn't... Didn't Cinder Bullet come out and say that where the baby came from and why she adopted the baby that she did? I, I, I think they, I think they have. Like, it, people are just stupid. They're so damn nosy. They need to know everything. No, I, like, I just don't remember. I don't remember them ever explaining it. Like Angelina Jolie, she's got like Asian kids. She just fucking picks them up. She goes to a country and like brings home brings a fucking home. souvenir. That's what and she does. I don't. I don't know. Anyway, she says we didn't have a lot to choose from. He definitely wasn't black. Brett told the Root in an interview published last week. The couple who married in February 2022 said that they started with a few thousand candidates. But once they ruled some of the bad ones out based on Depart's genetic screening, they were left with 300 potential donors, and only one was black. Okay, so... So the they wife, narrowed them out. Yeah. Well, because because of her genetic screening, they, they only had 300 potential donors. Oh. I, I guess they have to limit it somehow. Huh. So Brett said that the man looked like Jiminy Cricket, adding, I was like, I'm sorry, but that wasn't going to be my choice. <laughs> The Chicago rapper added that despite the lack of suitable donors, she thinks she and Depart made the right choice. I think we did a great job with picking, he said. He's handsome, he's tall, and I think he's going to look beautiful with my wife's egg. Well, on Tuesday, Depart took to Instagram to hit back a criticism that she and Brett didn't want a black child. Black men make up less than 5% of the donation pool, she wrote in the comments section of a post from Baller Alert, sharing the news of the couple's choice of donor. We actually waited a few weeks to see if the pool increased, she added. But unfortunately, with the time frame, we had to choose between six to eight weeks, and there was no more black donors that fit within the perfect fit with my genetic testing. So already this child is set up because you're supposed to send this child home with a loving couple, and they are already admitting that they settled for him because they couldn't get the one they wanted. Yeah. This isn't fucking a, a, a T-shirt that's not your size. Yeah. This isn't a sh- like a pair of shoes. You're like, oh, I wanted them in fucking green, but they're only in gold, so I'm going to settle for the gold ones. This is the fucking child's life, and they're talking about this child like a piece of discarded trash. Like, oh, well, you know, we're just going to fucking take this guy's sperm because we're just going to settle for it. You know what I mean? It's like you're already setting yourself up for, like, disappointment already. I wonder what they test genetically. That's weird. I didn't know they did that. I I don't know, but this is fucked up. So in an interview with people, they detailed the difficulties of the fertility journey. They're saying how happy they are to, to have this baby, and, it, and it's a blessing. They thought they were never going to have children. So congratulations to them. I hope this kid has a fair chance. It, it already sounds like they're unhappy with it, you know? Like, oh, well, this mother, we wanted this baby, but we can't because the fucking guy. I, I, it's really fucking picky, man. When you have when you make a baby, it's supposed to be luck of the draw, you know? Like, when you're with the person that you make the baby with, you just have sex, and it fucking comes out. You can't choose what you want. Well, you can if you're getting... Uh, artificially inseminated or whatever, you can go and you can. I know. I just don't like that. pick and choose. Although I just found that weird. I don't know. I always found that, that weird. You're like, but, but I mean, I, I guess it's no different than like a woman at the bar having a few drinks. You just looking at guys like, ah, oh, no, he's not my type. Maybe that's part of it too. I guess, right? 
But then you're like customizing a human being. This, this isn't a video game where you boot it up for the first time. You pick the color of the hair and the eyes. and You can do that if you got the money. You, yeah, you can. In China, Which they were doing that crazy. shit. crazy. You can pick everything about this baby. <clears throat> we're going to have a future eventually where you're just going to go up to a fucking panel. Like, you know how you go to like a 7-Eleven or a... Or like a like a McDonald's or Wendy's where you t- touch the soda machine and you're like, I want this soda, but I want this this mix with it. And mm-hmm. then you press the button and it just shoots out this fucking drink. You're going to have that with babies. You're just going to be a vending machine. You don't even have to get pregnant. It'll just be a fucking vending machine, like a capsule. And you fucking put water on it and there's your fucking baby. They're going to do some weird shit, I'm telling you. It's, it doesn't surprise me. Well, remember last year I brought an article about things left behind in Ubers? <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, I have another shit. one. Um, and these that always make me laugh. So, Uber Technologies, Inc. Uh, has released the annual list of items left in vehicles by riders, which includes several odd things, such as an ankle monitor, people's pets, dentures, and teeth. The rideshare company released its annual list on April 27th to give people a snapshot of the most forgotten items, as well as some of which are truly unique. The list breaks down which cities are the most forgetful, what time of day, and days of the week people are most forgetful. Uber said the top 10 most forgotten items were clothing, phones, backpacks, and purses, headphones, jewelry, keys, books, laptops, and watches. Jacksonville, Florida ranked as the most forgetful city, according to Uber's data, uh, followed by San Antonio, Texas, Palm Springs, Houston, and Salt Lake City. The most unique item left in a vehicle Uber showed in its top 50 list was a Danny DeVito Christmas ornament. That's a weird thing to have. <clears throat> I just mentioned him earlier in this fucking show. What the fuck? Um, other notables include a person's toy poodle. They're cute. Poodles? Um, eh, yeah, they're right. A fog machine, ink monitor, 16 ounces of fake blood, a printer and remote control vibrator, and a pin of Jesus holding a slice of pizza. A remote control <laughs> vibrator. Are you that fucking lazy? Seriously, I mean, how far Will is, you is your... you use it in the Uber? I mean, <laughs> it's not like you forget one of the necessary components to have an orgasm. I mean, your hand and your vagina are always right there with you. At least they should be. And they're not that far from each other. You can easily rub yourself to uh, satisfy... Or, or you can use the vibrator on yourself. Why do you got to take that part? You just lay there and fucking print. Click, 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 click. <laughs> click, 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 click. Uh, click, click, click. Uh, <laughs> click, uh, Isn't that what girls sound like when they come? Also making the top 50 list were a Statue of Liberty green foam crown, a lightsaber, hamsters, two painted rat traps, a power of attorney document issued by a Turkish consulate, Pet turtles, a slab of bluefin tuna, a slushy machine, and a fake tooth. Uber said it saw a significant spike in lost Disney and Harry Potter items, especially mini ears. Uh, last year, there were over 40 instances of misplaced teeth, Uber said. But there was a decrease in diamond grills. How does Uber recoup that stuff for people? Because Uber does, I mean, to me, Uber doesn't even exist. It's just a bunch of dudes that have a fucking sticker on their car. There's no, like, like you can't complain the customer service. Um, it, it's in the article. Passengers left a few private items like underwear, condoms, and sex toys, as well as shawls, creating quite a few cold shoulders during the rides. The number one lost gaming device in Ubers was a Nintendo Switch, with over 70 consoles being left behind. God, people are fucking drunk, man. <laughs> Jesus. 
Uber reminds passengers to remember to leave with their medicinal and recreational marijuana, saying we've seen a high increase in forgotten ganja goods. Uber noted that Canadians reported losing everything from a bedsheet to an apple pen to a bathroom shelf. And riders in Taiwan left behind a gift box that looks like an egg yolk, a black belt, a blood pressure machine, a black belt, a light yellow dolphin puppet, and dog food. In the U.S., Saturday and Sunday ranked as the most forgetful days of the week, and 11 p.m. as the time. Of course, you're drunk. Uh, so anyone who leaves an item in a vehicle can visit the help page on Uber's website, which outlines how to get the item back. So, mm-hmm. 16 ounces of fake blood. So that must have been around Halloween. Yeah. Uh, the know lightsaber, what? they had that last year too, but no, the fake teeth, but <laughs> not as many diamond grills this year. I can't imagine how that works though. So you contact Uber and you're like, okay, well, the most you can do is reach out to that driver and say, hey man, do you have this lightsaber in your fucking car? <laughs> You're like, no, I don't have a lightsaber, dude. They'll say, but I hear it. And you're like, wong, wong. Dude, you're playing with it right now, aren't you? Yeah, but fighters keep... Seriously, like, how, how do you get that stuff back? How the fuck do you get it back? control vibrator. Like, some of the stuff is just fucking funny, man. You're fucking, you get a call from fucking Mr. Uber CEO, and your fucking girl answers the <laughs> phone. She's going, whoa. <laughs> oh, fucking A, man. You know what? I would love to have that job as like an old man. That would be a good old man job. You, you get to go out and hear what, how the fucking young people are having fun. You're like 2 o'clock in the morning. You're picking up a bunch of drunks at a club. You just get to laugh at them and shit. And a pen with Jesus holding a slice of pizza. Who like, makes that? Weird. Weird shit. And a Danny DeVito ornament too. That's another, like, what, where did you buy that? Jesus does some pretty weird shit, man. I saw one of him surfing once before. I was like, I don't <laughs> think he did that. That's not historically accurate. You need to stop selling the shit. All right, so Sherry wanted me to let you know something. She wanted me to let you know that if we're ever in Georgia, there's a great restaurant where we can have a meal and get pretty high and possibly die. Because this restaurant, there was a man, he shipped $3 million worth of fentanyl to him. God. We all know what fentanyl is. It's the fucking drug sweeping the nation. It's killed a lot of people, and it's very deadly. That's why the Americans are letting fucking people just come in with this shit to give to our people and murder us all off, because that's what they want ultimately. A man in Maine was arrested after police said he had a huge shipment of fentanyl delivered to a restaurant. The Auburn Police Department said in a Facebook post that a large wooden crate was delivered to an Auburn restaurant on Friday. Employees at the restaurant had recently ordered a shipment of mugs from a seller in Arizona and believed those to be what was inside of the crate. However, when the employees opened the crate, they instead found a plastic tote containing what the employees believed was a significant quantity of illegal drugs. They probably thought it was their lucky fucking day, but then it's like, you don't know what it is, you know? Yeah. The police said the tote had a shipping label with the address of the restaurant and a contact name of Jeremy Mercier. Officials said Mercier was not one of the restaurant's employees. That motherfucker, Jeremy, is probably pissed the fuck off right now because his name is on this shit that was seized. The fucking cops have this shit now, you know? That's, and it was drugs shipped through the fucking U.S. Postal Mail. There are so many fucking... You are completely fucked at this point. You're, you're never coming back from this. So anyway, uh, Auburn police officers were called to the restaurant that afternoon where they examined the shipment and confirmed that the tote had illegal drugs in it. The drugs were taken to the police department where officials tested it and discovered it was fentanyl. When Jeremy Mercier came to the restaurant about an hour later to ask about the shipment, officers intercepted him and placed him under arrest. The police said Mercier was out on pre-conviction bail for an unrelated criminal charge. According to officials, he has a previous conviction for the distribution of cocaine. 
He was convicted in 2007 and spent several years in prison. So officers said they seized about $2,780 from him as evidence of drug proceeds and 14 kilos of fentanyl with a street value of more than $3 million. He's being held at the county jail with no bail, man. So holy shit. Can he get this restaurant in trouble and ultimately get off because they opened a package that had his name on it? I, I wonder if there's a loophole here for him to get off. If he gets a good lawyer, I wonder if he can get off. Like, hey... You never should have seen that because you open up mail that wasn't yours without permission. So I can counter you and uh. get your employee fucked unless you drop all charges and this, this goes away. Maybe there's something here to that. I'm, I'm wondering. I'm no fucking, I'm just making this shit up. I, I don't know anything about the law. Someone's probably a fucking lawyer listening as they're on their way to their fucking cases to defend some dirtbag or whatever. <laughs> Screaming at their fucking car radio right now. If those are even a thing anymore. But still, seriously, what, what do you think about this? Sherry wanted me to let you know, so you got to give her your opinion. I, 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 she wanted me to let you know about this one. <laughs> we should know, we man. should follow up on that one seriously because I'm I'm really thinking this guy can get off here, but I'm no I'm no fucking lawyer. But yeah, I didn't think you we'll, could we'll open see. someone else's mail. No, that's a federal offense. So it's like if you open, I mean, I know the underlying crime here is sending this shit in the first place. You can't send drugs in the mail. You, you're not supposed to. Fentanyl's illegal. Like I still don't open your mail. No, you and don't. You get, you get so freaking mad at me. I'm like, just rip it up. It's a fucking bill. I'm, like, I'm not. I'm not. No. Yeah. <laughs> not doing it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. So what the fuck is going on with Jamie Foxx? I don't know. He's man. been hospitalized for more than three <clears throat> weeks now. People are freaking out. Like, That's scary. It's mysterious too. Even yeah. though I'm, I would bet my bottom dollar is heart related, of course. And I would say it has to do with that. I know it was sudden, out of nowhere. But I remember a statement like right after it happened, saying that he was fine, but he's still in there. Big thing. Pray for Jamie. Everyone's like worried. It's been three weeks, so I don't know what the fuck's going on. They're talking about the guy like he's fucking dead or dying right now. It's very mysterious and Mm -hmm. very scary. If you're a fan of Jamie Foxx, and it wasn't. He's 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 been. He's been a lot of good shit. He's been around for a long fucking time. Yeah. I'm trying to remember where the fuck I first saw him. I think it was in Living Color. He used to play the fake DJ. As, mm-hmm. No, that was Sean Lane's. Where the fuck did he... He was from something else. I, I think he might have been on the Living Color at one point. I, I think he was. And he was in a lot of shit. But anyway, I've been a fan of Jamie Foxx for a long time. He seems to be a genuine celebrity. There was an article posted about him being gone for three weeks. So I thought it'd be interesting just to bring it up here. A lot of people were posting like tributes to the guy like he's already fucking dead, which is scary. They were saying like how he like met this the, this group... Uh, 15 years ago and he calls them once a year to check in on them and see how they're doing because I, I guess like the mom was in remission from cancer or some shit so they were just mm. putting out tributes and saying how great of a guy he was just like things how he like a really genuine person you know he actually meets fans he talks to them he actually like keeps in contact with a lot of these people to check in and stuff so rest in peace to Jamie Foxx um, it, it seems like they've already got him on the fucking ground and it's really scary how like this public figure who shares his entire life with everybody is all of a sudden under this mysterious shroud. And I think that's part of the thing, the, the price that you pay when you're a celebrity. People want to know, like you tell everyone your business all the time. We know who you're dating. We know all this other shit about you. Yeah. And now we, we can't know a thing because it's medical emergency. That's what makes people more curious. You know, they should just come out and say what the fuck it is. Like Demar Hamlin, this guy, the football player. People were like, well, was it the vaccine or not? And he was all being mysterious and shit. Like, just come out and fucking say it. That's what makes me think it is the vaccine. Like, maybe he's not allowed to talk about what's actually happening with him, you know? Well, hopefully he's okay. Three weeks is a long time, yeah. man. No, I, I hope he is too, man. It's really fucked up. I got another one here for you real quick. Uh, this is not a long one here, but New York 
When you think of New York, let's think of Manhattan. What do you think of when you think of Manhattan? If you just had to picture Manhattan, what was the first thing you think of? Like dirt. Dirty and loud. Yeah, dirty, loud, trash bags in the street and shit. Uh, well, they have a plan where they're saying that sidewalks are going to be uh, very clean now and trash bags are going to be an endangered species in New York. So they're fine. As long as I've been alive, 40 years, 41 this year, New York has been a dirty fucking place. I mean, they cleaned up crime a little bit at one point in like the 90s and whatnot. But it's always been associated with grime. It's been it's a disgust, trash bags all over the place. You see dumpsters just fucking dropping shit on the street. It's, it's, it's like the dumpsters don't come to pick up trash in Manhattan. They go there to drop it off. It's fucking crazy. That's how bad it is. But anyway, New York, a uh, city where sidewalks have long been overrun by foul-smelling heaps of garbage bags that force passerbys to yield to oncoming rat traffic. That, that's, a, that's a real fucking thing. Rat yeah. traffic. Yeah. And they yield to these motherfuckers. Run them over. They're rats, man. What the fuck? Yuck, yuck, man. So it's about to try a not-so-novel idea to solve the problem. The concept known as trash containerization seems simple enough. Get trash off the streets and into containers. The strategy has been used successfully in cities across Europe and Asia, like Barcelona, Spain, and Singapore. But in New York, nothing's ever simple. In a highly anticipated new report being released on Wednesday, city sanitation officials estimate that it'd be possible to move trash to containers on 89% of the city's residential streets. Why? Why, why is that? I, I just have to ask this question. What the fuck is wrong with New York? Every fucking state in the country has containers to put trash in. You would think this is common knowledge. You have a garbage bag, you put it in a fucking... I, I just don't... What's the problem there? Like, what the fuck? Are the streets... Not, well, no, because... The, are they that disgusting? The trucks have to get in there to get the dumpsters, yeah. right? So, it can't be the size of the street or anything. What's the, what's the problem? Why can't you have containers? I don't... Are they... Do they get stolen? I, I, I don't get it. Are people Maybe they get fucking stolen. disgusting? They can't pick up off your... Just say a simple message to all New Yorkers. Clean up after your fucking selves, you dirty yeah. fucks. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird that they don't use containers. It's odd. I don't. So, like, what the fuck? They're just piling them up on the streets? What the fuck are they doing? Like, oh, we, we don't know what to do with these garbage. You fucking have a company to come and take. I, I don't understand. This is simple. This, yeah. this happens. We have, I mean, we have a very clean state here in South Carolina. The area we, we live in, there's barely any trash. You got people that pick it up. You, well, that's the thing, too, though. Got a job. It, it's different because when we lived in upstate New York, when we lived in a city, yeah. we didn't have containers. We literally threw our trash bags out onto the street. Yeah, but they got picked up and disposed of once a week. What What's not right. happening so here? So I don't know why they don't ha- ha- even have containers. Yeah. But, but then we moved like a mile and a half away and we had to use a container. So I don't... I don't know, man. I don't understand that. Everyone should have a garbage can. I, I don't understand. These fucking morons, they can't figure out... It's like they got a banana peel in one hand and a garbage bag in the other and they're looking like, what do I do with this? Like, wh- yeah. I don't know how to put these two together. You fucking put one in the bag and you put the bag... If you leave, I don't, I don't them, you leave the bags out and then animals get into it and then all the trash is like all over the fucking place and no one's going to pick that up. But listen to this one. This is where it gets fun. So anyway, uh, to do so, however, to get 89% of of these garbage trash uh, bags and containers will require removing 150,000 parking spots and up to 25% of parking spots on some blocks. Okay, see, I wasn't thinking about that. I can see, okay, that's that's a problem. I'm sorry. No, it's not. Fuck it. Most people walk in New York anyway or take public transportation. They don't have driveways. I would rather have a clean city and motherfuckers taking public transportation and clean that shit up and get rid of the rats. Like yeah. there's so many fucking rats in New York. I'm not even talking about the animal. The people are fucking bad too. But then you got the the, the little vermin. 
But then again, the trash people can get out of the fucking truck and stop being lazy, walk up to the sidewalk, and freaking pull the damn container. Yeah, they're saying this is going to be a trade-off here. So there's going to be other trade-offs, too, including sacrificing more parking spots, we mentioned. And and, and there's going to be removal of a bike share program, too. So bike share programs. I guess in New York you can rent bikes to get certain places and you put it back at the next station and you get your money back or some shit. I, I, I don't know. But that's but that's what they're saying here. So New Yorkers really have to take a fucking bite out of this shit. They got to figure out what would you rather have: parking spots in garbage or no parking spots in a clean fucking place to live. I mean, if you're planning on staying in a complete shithole like New York, I mean, you would have to opt for one or the other here. And I guess it's gonna see if these people are ready to fucking make a change. You know, I I, I used to love going to the city too. I mean, there's a certain charm to it. You could take a dump right in the middle of the fucking road and make it look better when you fucking see. That's the, that's. <laughs> No, I know. I'm just fucking around here. I, I never did. Disgusting. It's, it's gross and dirty up there. I, no, thank you. It is. It's, it's, it's the worst. Oh, I have an important story. Okay? What's that? So stop the presses. Oh, oh for once. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> if you're a Taylor Swift fan and are looking for someone to jam out with, the Massachusetts Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals may have the perfect cat for you. Oh, man. This cat is awesome. Okay, I will take this cat in. Not stuck in a tree, mind you. Or, or this cat is looking for an adoption. What about Subway Cat that was just punching everybody that was walking by it? Oh, well, I would take that cat too. Yeah, so he was an asshole. The one-year-old black and white domestic short hair came uh, to the East Coast from Texas earlier this month. Well, last month. The cat was originally named Screamer according to the MSPCA, because he likes to speak loudly when he's nervous or excited. The poor cat. It wasn't until staffers at the Northeast Animal Shelter started listening to Swift's Midnight's album while cleaning that the cat started to calm down. So the staff decided to rename the cat a Taylor Swift fan. Stupid fucking name. It's too fucking long. Name it Swifty or something. Mm -hmm. You don't need a Taylor Swift fan. It's too long. Um, so they decided to name the cat a Taylor Swift fan after his favorite music, and so far he's living up to his name. The MSPCA hopes that once he's adopted, he never ever gets back together with the shelter. (laughs) Since a a Taylor Swift fan is timid and nervous, the MSPCA said the ideal owner would be patient and understanding. We expect he will take lots of time settling into a new home. His adoption profile reads, He tends to keep to himself, and his ideal home will provide him with his own space to retreat to when when needed. His new family should have low expectations for him when it comes to being a typical social playful cat. Anyone interested in adopting a Taylor Swift fan can submit an online inquiry. I want this fucking cat. I mean, you like Taylor Swift, too. It would be a perfect <laughs> the, fucking match. We are a fucking perfect match, man. All right, let's get this cat and bring it on in the house. <laughs> the reason why I say it is because I know it would die within minutes. So go ahead and bring it on in here. You're such a, you're such a jackass. <laughs> I'm not the jackass. We have a very violent dog. God, that's so cute. How fucked up is it that we're labeling this dog violent? And she would probably be the sweetest thing with a cat, too. Because cats put dogs in their place. They really fucking do, man. We probably could get away with handling anything. I don't know. But then, It'd be I crazy. Mean, the cat just wants to chill to some Taylor Swift and be happy. Yeah. That's it. I don't know. That's cute as hell, man. I I, I guess. I guess I can sign off on that one. A that Taylor a Swift story. fan. That's yeah. his name. 
That's his name? That, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, fuck. You know, you, you had me going for a minute, and now you fucking turn the cat into well, a fucking male like Taylor Swift. He could have just called him Swifty. Do they exist, male Taylor Swift fans? Is, is that a real thing? I'm sure. Well, she seems like a like a real I-don't-like-men kind of fucking singer. Like, like if you hate dudes, you would like her, because all she does is breakup songs, right? Isn't that what she does? But they're good songs. Who who would want to fuck her? No one. She's going to make a song about you. Is it <laughs> you really worth be it? Fucking careful. I'm serious. Like she's got nothing redeeming about her. The only thing she's got is a big bank account. She's an ugly woman. She's got nothing oh going God. for her. She's not attractive at all. She's got no fucking body. She can't sing. She can't dance. She's. Do you remember when she was like trying to show her ass off? And it was like, what the fuck is that? It's like a what? What the fuck? Like I can iron my fucking clothes on this chick's backside. She's she's got nothing going on. Why am I getting so worked up? It's because of this know. next topic I've got here. Uh, I did have one. Uh, I made the mistake of uh, checking Twitter just now, and I got this see, one. See, why did, why, did, why, why did you do that? Because you were talking about cats, and I lost interest. <sighs> so, here we go. Jackass. All right, so this one is, uh, oh, my goodness. So, courtesy of Twitter, this girl, bl- listen, this is actually a positive uplifting one. This girl blasts her school board, and this is because this is in response to a topic that we had on, on Monday's show where I was giving that 12-year-old props for basically saying, yeah, you, you got, I'm wearing my shirt, and they got kicked out for Santa for the beliefs. So this girl is going to get kicked out and probably exiled forever because she's blasting the school board for allowing a, a, a violent trans student in the bathroom. This happened in California where Megan Simpson's a senior in California at Martin Luther King High School in Riversdale referred to a boy at the school caught twice on video allegedly assaulting girls at the school. She spoke at a recent hearing of the Riverside Unified School District. And this is fucking priceless. This is what she said verbatim in her speech. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. And only ladies and gentlemen it is and shall always be, she began. And already I fucking love this girl. I'm an 18-year-old high school student and wanted to take this time to bring to your attention the current issue with biological men claiming they are women and in turn truly believing that they are entitled to use women's spaces. This girl's obviously got good parents. She's very well-spoken and has a good head in her shoulders. I like her. There was an incident within our district that occurred recently regarding a transgender woman who really is a biological man, having an altercation with a young woman at MLK High School, she continued. It was infuriating when I had seen the video on social media, but what is detrimental to this is the fact that this man is and has been using the woman's restroom and locker room. Then she got to the real heart of the matter, evoking applause from the audience. Firstly, the question we must address is, why are we affirming the mental confusion of this boy and putting the safety of women in jeopardy by allowing mentally confused men to use women's spaces? And on that note, she dropped the fucking mic and just, she should have been carried out on a fucking throne with people throwing rose petals at her. Because that, she fucking said it better than any fucking pundit I've heard on the right wing. She fucking nailed it right there, this girl. Fucking hit a home run. Of course, any male who claims he is a woman will accept it. But what about the women? What about the true girls like myself who are female down to our DNA? Why don't we ever get a say in whether or not we are comfortable with it? I'm getting fucking goosebumps reading this shit right now. Seriously, I'm getting so fucking hyped up. Like, this is this is good. This is good. The truth is we aren't, she declared. The majority of us aren't, and yet nothing has been done to protect the safety of these women. I will conclude with this. It all starts with you. You are in charge of the safety of us women and the kids of our parents. So please do something about it. Thank you. And she walked off to applause... This fucking girl nailed it, man. She fucking nailed it. And her parents are fucking salute to their parents. Fucking God bless her parents and her family. This is exactly what needs to be done. The kids need to do this because the adults don't seem to fucking care. We, we have people compromising now on the issue openly from the right wing. 
compromise. Like, hey, listen, you, you guys can do all this shit, but just please leave the kids alone. Like, no, you, you have to kind of stop it. And me personally, I'm a libertarian, so I, I don't care what you do behind closed doors. But maybe we need to stop that too. Like, maybe just put an end to all the fucking mutilation. Like, tell people, no, you can't just mutilate yourself because you think you're something else. Mental institution, you have to go there. Because by giving them a little bit of freedom, they want more. These people are fucking leeches and parasites. They want more and more and more. If you tell them, hey, you can, you can do this when you're 18 years old, they're just going to do it illegally under 18 years because that's just how these people are and it's, it's all about money anyway. Because once you mutilate somebody and give them these fucking hormones, they're patients for life. And that's ultimately what they want. They want you to be on these, these gender-affirming, quote-unquote, that's what they call it. It's, it's basically body-confusing fucking sterilization medication they're giving you. That's what they want these people on, and you have to do it for life. So it's constant money for Big Pharma, who's also the fucking granddaddies of our fucking government. They they been put them over their knees and spank them. We're we're fucking run by Big Pharma nowadays. It's it's absolutely fucking incredible. But this girl is doing the right thing here, man. She fucking stood up and she was very concise. She was very clear with her messaging, and everything she said was a hundred percent fucking fact. And I'm glad they gave her a round of applause in California. Seriously, man, that's like a fucking Jew going in front of Hitler and and giving a speech, and and, and all the Jews standing up and or the the fucking Germans saying that was a good speech. In Cal, she was in enemy territory, talking about anti-trans shit, and got a fucking that, that is insane and a step in the right direction. If you talk to these fucking idiots clearly and concisely with a strong message that's supported by other people in the community, you 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 build and you grow from there, and hopefully this fucking movement of trans bullshit goes away. I'm, I'm, I'm not even mad. Seriously, that that was a fucking great story. The uh, great story, great way for me to end my little uh, segment of the show with my topics and whatnot. I've, I, th- I thought I was impressed with that twelve-year-old. Keep keeping keeping that cheering on with the message about there's only two genders. This eighteen-year-old girl fucking nailed it, man. So kudos to her. Really good stuff. What do you think? Good for her. But what do you think about the words that she said, though? Yeah, like, good is for that because you're a, a woman? You were born a woman. You've always yeah. been a woman. So I mean, how, how do you feel about it? Good stuff. Mm. What else you got? You got anything else? Um, I got a new treat on grocery store shelves um, that's promising to heat up your s'mores game this campfire season. Mm-hmm. Jet Puffed has launched the first of its kind marshmallows that change color as you heat them up, which is kind of cool. That's kids are probably cool. good. Yeah, kids are going to love this when they're camping. I mean, I used to love camping, man. I had color-changing marshmallows when I was a kid, too, though. They went from white to brown to black. Okay. (laughs) The marshmallows will bring a fun pop of color to your family's s'mores and other summer treats. The marshmallows still include their staple technology that causes them to fluff up or puff as they're roasting, and now also include a secret color-changing ingredient. So the marshmallows will come in two color-changing varieties per pack, Pink to orange and blue to green. Starting approximately 10 seconds after heat activation, the blue marshmallow will turn green and the pink marshmallow will turn orange. The bags are available for $2.99 in grocery stores nationwide through September, the end of s'more season. That is such a fucking good idea. It is. I wish we had that when I was a kid, man. Because we had s'mores yeah. all the damn time. Fucking A, man. That is such a good idea. Kids are going to be loving that. I could see adults liking it, too, obviously. I could see it. That's so cool. Color-changing marshmallows. How does that... I'm trying to think how that works, though, because if you're roasting them... And why just those colors? I mean, like, fire doesn't... But, like, fire doesn't play along. It's not going to say, well, I'm not going to turn it black. I'm going to turn it to other colors. So I'm thinking there's got to be some sort of, like, scientific mixture that when flame hits it, it'll turn it different. You know, I, yeah, is it going to taste different? Because I had lighters that would be green. Remember those butane ones? 
The ones that like like those invisible ones when like the windproof lighters. Yes. Oh my god, that would blow your face off. Oh fucking hey, those are awesome <laughs> though, man. I don't god, know why. You can't see the flame, but you hear it. <laughs> how, dude? How fucking safe was that? Oh, you have to put this thing to your face and have faith that you're not going to melt yourself. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. It's fine. I mean, it'll light your cigarette and I your fucking eyebrows. I love those lighters though because they never went out with the wind. It didn't mm-hmm. matter how fucking windy it was. My fence is falling down. My flame yep. is still going. <laughs> I always like Zippos too. I, I used to like Zippos. Oh, the I smell. love the smell of, yeah. of Zippos. But it was always a pain in the ass refilling them. I always made a mess. I didn't put too much in there. I never refilled them. I always just threw them out and went and got another one. Yeah, I mean, they were always cheap enough. I always liked the look of them. I always liked the flick in the thing closed. I used to be pretty badass. Like, I used to look cool, at least. I used to have a fucking awesome Elvis Presley one. I had an awesome one. Fucking love Elvis, man. England one. Like, it really, my sister brought me. She she had, well, no, she lived all yeah. over the place. In, like, all these different countries. Yeah. It would bring me some random ass shit. Yeah. She would bring money. She'd bring me, like, postcards. She'd bring me some shit, and I collected it for a long time. Yeah. And then, now she's a bitch, and I hate her, so. <laughs> you just had a nice, fond memory of your sister, and just ended with a fucking bitch. She used to bring me back some really cool shit, but fucking I still hate. fucking hate the bitch. Jesus. <laughs> but she, man, she traveled all over the damn place, lucky bitch. I don't know how Sound, she did it. Sounds it. like some jealousy here. I don't know how she did it. God. Fucking feel like Jerry Springer now, rest in peace. I feel like I'm a fucking game. So, uh, why is your sister such a bitch? <laughs> ding oh. ding 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 if I feel fighting shit. So, yeah. I have one more. Let's do it. One more. Um, and I don't think they're offering enough money to do this. So a financial website is offering to pay someone a thousand dollars to watch all ten films in the Fast and the Furious series and take note on all of the car crashes in the movies. I'm sorry, a thousand dollars isn't enough for me. I could do it. Uh, I wouldn't watch the movies. I would just research how many car crashes and just make something up for each one. Finance Buzz announced it is seeking a Fast and the Furious claims adjuster to watch <laughs> all the films, including the upcoming Fast um, Fast X, I know it's 10, and track the damages from all of the car crashes depicted on screen. The job posting states the chosen candidate will be asked to know any car accidents that result in damage, including counting the number of accidents extent of the damages, and what cars are involved. You know how many fucking classes? A thousand? You gotta pay more than that. That's what That's what I'm saying. A yeah. thousand bucks is not... There are ten movies and they're crashing into everything. It's not worth it. You gotta think about the hours invested watching the movies each. And don't forget about the one that's fucking in space. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't... This, I need more money than that. So the chosen candidate will be paid a thousand dollars for their efforts, as well as a hundred dollars to cover the cost of streaming the first nine films and going to see the last film. Applications are being accepted on the website until May 19th. But mm. it's just... That's over... I mean, that's a lot of hours to yeah. sit there. And then you have to like literally analyze it all. That's too much because you're asking someone who's probably going to take this on as like a fun project if you're a claims adjuster in real life. Like if you work for a progressive or something, you do this for a living. Yeah. You're, you're going to be sitting there like, oh, you know, I could use an extra thousand bucks, but you got to think of the work involved. Each movie's about two hours. That's 20 hours right there just to watch the movie. So let's just estimate. And a lot of them are like over that, like yeah. over two hours. So I'm just going to do really quick math here. So 20 times 50 would be a thousand. So already you're getting paid $50 an hour to just sit there and watch the movies. Yeah. But then when you break it down to all the work you got to sit there and, and you got to stop pause. 
Yeah, you have right. to write down, all right, what's, what's this car? That 20 hours of watching those movies can easily be over 100. The car, the damages, yeah. what happened, and there's how many in the group? Yeah. It's, it, they it's all crazy. have a fucking car, and they're all crashing into something. Yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. And then you got to think about this. You know, you're, you're putting in all that work, and he's like, oh, that $50 an hour sounds fucking amazing. But then all the extra work on top of that, you're only making, like, pennies per hour on this fucking job. When you look at all the work you're putting into it for a measly thousand bucks... Yeah. Beggars can't be choosers, but I would rather fucking do. I would rather mow lawns in a neighborhood to add up to a thousand bucks and do that bullshit if I needed money. That's just a lot of work. But Good some movies. Will do it. Um, yeah, I could I could do without two and three, but. Good movies. I just could not. I couldn't sit there and, and do homework. Watching uh, I it. I, I don't like those fucking movies because I mean, you, you have a main character who's supposed to be. I I, I don't even. He's all about family and shit, right? Yeah. But he. And every movie comes off as a giant fucking asshole. And that's the thing I don't like about him. Good job, babe. Yeah. You're so, so good at what you do. Um, dude, my brain is so fucking baked right now. And I owe that all to my personal favorite sponsor of the show. Our friends over at Binoid. That's B-I-N-O-I-D.com. And holy crap. People are loving the product, man. And uh, it, it's, it's really it's really making a difference in lives right now. So I got some feedback on, on, on the capsules. And uh, it, it's... One part with what I've been saying, how it helps people sleep at night, makes you feel better about life. It just gives you a more positive outlook. And it's called getting high for a reason. I mean, it uplifts your mood and it really helps me get through the day sometimes. And I want you guys all to check it out and, uh, you know, let me know what you think of it. You can use our code NERD to save 10% and also get free shipping on any order by checking out some of the great product on the finest THC provider on the market. They have flour, pre rolls, joints. They got the cigarettes, the wax dabs. They've got uh, the. The tincture drops. You can drop it under your tongue like I used to do Irish and let treats, it sit for a minute. Fruity and Pebbles treats. Baked. Some good shit. Chocolate, peach rings, watermelon slices. <laughs> gummy bears, gummy worms, and all that good stuff in between. You go to binoid.com and check it out. Get yourself some vapes and all that good stuff, people. I recommend the capsules. But, you know, you do you, boo, mm-hmm. at binoid.com. So I was trying to figure out why the hell you love this segment it's so much. It's the last much. one. Holy fuck, you're... <laughs> where are you in a rush to go? That's my fucking question. Where the fuck are you going to go? Can you please let everyone know where where we're going to go after this episode? Um, I'm going to finish the episode that I'm on, on prison break. Oh, fuck. And then I'm going to go pick up the kid over at the high school, and then right, get dinner going. Right, and... right, right away, you're going to go do all this. Yes. Excellent. Exactly. All right, so this person wants to know, am I the asshole for refusing to babysit because of $10? Oh, God. So this is a little bit different than the normal asshole story. This is uh, a young lady knowing her own self-worth. So, uh, actually, this is a fucking dude. Holy shit, this is weird. He's a guy babysitter. It can happen, man. Is this is this a thing? Guy babysitters? I never knew this existed. I never knew this was a thing. If he's a friend of the family or something, probably, right? I guess. He's a 16-year-old male who... Yes, uh, see, he's a kid. Probably needs some extra cash. But ba- babies, I don't know. I, I never knew of a male babysitter. Well, I mean, you can't you can't discriminate, man. If a, if a boy in the neighborhood needs sure cash, sure, you can discriminate if you let him around your kid. Well, I mean, could, whatever. Good for I, him for looking for a way to to make some extra money. What if we? He doesn't want to mow lawns. He'd rather just sit there on the couch and let the kids know. run wild. What if we had like a neighbor? Like in, in this neighborhood that we actually talked to, and we were like, you know what, we're gonna go out one one night. Two things that would never happen: talking to a neighbor and us ever going out together. Guy knocks on the door and he's like, "Hey, man, you guys need a babysitter? 
What are you going to say, yes or no? I mean, it's just, it's just fucking. I, I just don't. But we would know them. I, yeah. We would never just hire a babysitter that we've never met or never knew well enough because we don't trust anybody with our kids, anyways. That's the thing. Yeah. So it it would definitely be someone that we knew well. So this kid's 16 years old, and he's a male. We've already established that. He lives next door to a single mom named Anne and her two kids, Max, 9, and Mia, 7. Every month or so, she needs a break from them, and I babysit for a few hours. eight fifty an hour is my going rate. Oh, that's it? For yeah. two kids? So she's usually gone for four hours at a time, and is back at or around 15 minutes within the expected time frame in return. She leaves me with a list of emergency contacts, and if anything happens, she can't get home fast enough. We agreed that if I had to use the number, I'd get $10 extra as crisis pay. The last time I was watching the kids, around a month ago, Anne stayed out an hour and a half past her specified return time. She was drunk or getting fucked. She's a single mom, so you gotta gotta give her some, some, some leeway here, kid. And she wasn't answering my calls or texts. Oh, she was okay. getting she was getting fucking drilled. Yeah, but that's you, I mean, your babysitter's calling, man. She was getting drilled. She I don't think she was caring about it. She was trying, trying to make another baby, not worrying about the one she already had. Apparently, I got worried, so I called one of the emergency contacts, uh, her sister Jen, who came over to stay in the house while she tried to get a hold of Ann. The kids were asleep by this point, but she didn't want to leave them in an empty house, and I went home. That sister must have been pissed. Especially getting that phone call from a babysitter like, yeah, I can't get a hold of your sister and I'm leaving. I have to get home. Can you come get these fucking kids? You know it's what she's 16 doing? It's a 16-year-old kid. You can't yeah. just, like, you got to be more responsible, man. I don't care if you're fucking or if you're drunk. I don't care what it is. Something's going on. You set a certain time and you're an hour and a half past that. You're not answering the phone. This kid is 16. He's got a life. He's got to get home. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. Well, as it turns out, Anne had driven into the countryside to stargaze and got lost. No, she no, uh, she didn't. She was getting clapped the fuck out. Did you make that up, or is that in there? That's, That's in real? There. That's in there. That that was the excuse she gave this kid. She was stargazing. Yeah. <laughs> Jen texted me this around midnight. What's Anne finally texted her back. She was oh getting fucking nailed. Even the sister couldn't get a hold of her. The next morning, my mom woke me up, saying that Anne was at the door for me. Here's how the convo went. Me, a little groggy. Hey, what's up? Are you okay? I'm all right. I just stopped by to pay you. She handed me an envelope with 47 bucks in it. Uh, me, asking her, what about the crisis pay? I had to call your sister. It should be 57. She goes, what crisis? I wasn't in an accident or anything, just lost. This is what I said back to her. You said it was if I had to use an emergency contact. You never said anything about any other requirements. She says, look, just take it and be happy. A kid like you doesn't need that much money for five and a half hours of screwing around on your phone. Me, fine, have a nice day. I shut the door and write it off as a loss. So let's pause there for a second and let's let's analyze everything that's happened so far. The kid's babysitting like he normally does for this mom. Weird because he's a fucking boy, but I mean, that, that, this is me being old school. Yeah, but it's a neighbor and they I know, obviously I know. know each other. You know what? I was a big fan of the movie Adventures in Babysitting when I was a kid. And, and Elizabeth Shue to me is everyone's babysitter. She should always be the ba- Like, I picture us opening the door for a babysitter and it's Elizabeth Shue at 57 years old. Wanting to come in and babysit. Because that, that was a great movie. Adventures, that's my movie recommendation. Adventures of Babysitting for People. Great fucking movie. It was awesome. Uh, little girl was obsessed with Thor in that movie. But no, but, but seriously, um, she goes out. She gets lost. So let's just give her that, okay? So she got lost. She stargazed for an hour and a half. Doesn't give this kid the hazard pay after he has doesn't to call his sister. Doesn't call and yeah. doesn't answer the phone. You're hours late. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, if I was to babysit again, there would have to be an agreement. That can't happen again. You need it in writing. 
Is what you need. Like you can't have like this the kid contract. needs money. Like I yeah, it needs to be like the mom needs to go over there. Like they a discussion needs to be made. Like mm-hmm. look, he'll you know I can babysit or whatever, but like you can't. You have to if I'm calling, you have to answer the phone. If yeah. your sister is, if I have to call your sister and you're not even answering her, like there's something weird. That's weird. Man. This woman's a real bitch because this kid's been doing you a solid for I don't know how many years now. Yeah. And you're paying them very cheap rate for fucking... Extremely I would love cheap. to pay that rate to get away from these kids for a few hours and have a good time. Wow, dude. That's a really good fucking thing for her. So, I, I don't know, man. The thing is, is this is your neighbor. So, look at it from her point of view. This is your neighbor, and you're fucking this kid over. You screwed him up the other night. You know you're in the wrong. You didn't reply to even your own sister. Yeah. Left your kids abandoned for hours with a shitty fucking excuse. You got cum dripping on your leg. You were not fucking stargazing, <laughs> you stupid bitch. You got to make this right. She should have given the kid an extra twenty dollars. Is what she should have done. That's what I would have done. That's what any person should have done. You give the kid an extra. Hey, I'm, listen, I'm sorry. So I put a little extra in there. Yeah. And then you go home. The kid's happy. The mom's happy. There's no drama. Now she fucked over that kid. Did him wrong twice. Now she screwed him on his money. Yeah. And she lied to the little bastard and fucked up his whole night. So, and that's your neighbor. Every time they leave the house, you're going to see them. You leave the house. There's going to be a moment where you're both getting the mail at the same time, and you fucked this kid over. You're a real. She's a real fucking bitch. Yeah. So anyway. This is the end here. So fast forward to yesterday. Anne texts me that she wanted to go out on a girls' night and wants to know if I'm free to babysit. No, I don't. I mean, I would do it, but like I said, an agreement has to to be made here. And I would probably have, because he's 16, I would probably have my mom freaking make sure that she was there so she would know. Yeah. Like, look, you can't leave my son just freaking hanging like that. Mm-hmm. He'll mm-hmm. babysit for you for your cheap ass fucking rate, but like you can't you can't just leave him hanging for hours. You can't do that. Yeah, because me as a parent would have and gone and talked to her, be like, hey, hey, Ann, listen, like my kid's doing some shit for you, but but you're fucking wrong for this. What if there was an emergency and the kid was hurt? Yeah, one of the kids got hurt. Yeah, and he's calling and calling and calling, can't get a hold of her. The sister's calling, can't get a hold of her. Like, mm-hmm. no, an agreement had to be has to be made before I babysit. Again. I want this shit in writing. This is what's going to happen. Oh, my goodness. So I tell her that I am available, but that she'll need to pay me the $10 from last time before I could agree to do it. She says she won't do that and restates her argument that it wasn't a real crisis, so I shouldn't get crisis pay. I tell her I won't be babysitting for her until I get that $10. She says that she really needs this break and calls me entitled for refusing. I step back in bewilderment. So she called him entitled. So at that point, click. A few minutes go by without any more texts from her, so I go to my mom to clue her in. I show her the convo, and to my surprise, she agrees with Ann. Because mom is like, listen, I'm not getting in the middle of this shit. I don't need the drama. That's pretty much what the mom's thinking. I don't need this drama. Just the fucking... mom agrees. Because the mom doesn't want that drama with Ann. She's probably scared Ann's going to slap her the fuck up. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the mom wants a break. Like, you go over there and babysit, man. Yeah, like, dude, you're a 16-year-old boy who babysits. You fight. Listen, I'm a little concerned about you, kid. I mean, Maybe what happens to your girlfriend? Maybe she wants to go do the freaking girls' night. You like girls, don't you? You like girls? She agrees. Oh, Lord. Okay. Do you like girls? Or are you part of the LGBTQIA, M-E-T-H-O-D-O-F-L-O-V-E fucking group? And someone's going to get that reference. Someone's going to fucking get that reference. I'm going to get a whole bunch of hollowed oats fucking uh, picture sent. So let's finish this up here. So she, she affirms that I'm being entitled, that I don't know how hard it is to be a single mom, and that I should suck it up and babysit. I say that I need time to think and head up to my room. This morning, Ann texts me to ask if I would babysit her or not. I restated my ultimatum. She's desperate to get fucked again. Yeah. That's exactly it. Ann hasn't been fucked. In, how, how old are those kids? Nine and seven? Seven and nine, yeah. So seven years it's been for this bitch. Eight, because she had to be pregnant for nine months, probably. 
So anyway, I say that I need to think and head up to my room. Uh, this morning, she, I, I already read that part. See, I'm fucking high. So uh, she also held firm in her refusal to pay me. She said she'd find another sitter, and I said that's fine. So far, I've said my ground, but now I'm questioning if my mom is right. Am I the asshole? I don't think so, man. I don't. I don't think he's being entitled at all. Yeah. And I would like to know why the mom is agreeing. Mm-hmm. She must want a break. The, the, the two moms want a fucking break is the only thing I can think of because this is so, so stupid. Maybe the moms are lesbians together and she's like, listen, I'm, I'm fucking Anna, right? <laughs> it's very young. When you're over there, I leave the house and we drive somewhere together, hook up. Maybe that'd be a better ending to the story. I don't know. Just pay the ten bucks. You can't be an asshole, kid. The kid, the For kid the knows his worth. For the inconvenience alone of him yeah. having to fucking call you, yeah, over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And now she's disrespecting the fucking right there. Kid. I don't care if it, if it was crisis pay or not. He still like you put him out of his way. It, it doesn't matter what the reasoning was. He had to use him less in, an extra hour and a half. Yeah, and he's not even asking for the wait. Wait, she gave him forty seven bucks. So uh, all right, so so she did pay him for the extra hour and a half, but she didn't pay him the ten dollars crisis pay. So she's thinking he's being petty, and that she gave him enough. I don't think. Fuck it. I I, I no no he's no. If you think you're wrong, or if or if you think this kid's wrong, you you should. I mean, th- this woman is an asshole. You, there's no way around it. This kid's not an asshole. He knows his worth, and he I had. I mean, it is well, a technicality. He paid the money. It's a technicality. It's only ten dollars. You give this. This kid's been taken care of. You fucking take care of the kid. Babysitting again than the ten dollars. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Like I, I wouldn't want that shit happening again the next time I babysat. That would be my concern. Yeah, because because then it's going to be taken advantage of. Yeah. All right, well, you know well, what? I got away with it last time, exactly. and I didn't give him the ten dollars. I don't. Mm. Well, how about this? Let me throw this last point out there. This is the last point I'm going to make because I don't think there's any change in my mind on this one. You want happy employees, right? Yeah. Would you rather have someone happy that, that that you paid them the money that they're owed watching your kids or someone that you stiffed watching your fucking kids? I would rather right. have a happy employee around my fucking kids. And honestly, she's only paying them eight fifty to watch two fucking kids. He's he's doing a fucking and very you good favor. Try to go get a fucking babysitter that's not him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> good luck with that, bitch. Good luck. Good you think luck, I going to do eight fifty an hour? <laughs> Yeah, good luck finding the babysitter. For two kids, I don't know. I get, I, I guarantee you, this kid gets his fucking money because she is so desperate to get clapped. She's gonna be like, "Fuck it, have that dude pay the ten bucks." Like, man, motherfucker, if you want this pussy, you better give me ten dollars when I come see you. <laughs> I gotta pay this fucking brat. And next time, answer the phone, and you won't have to worry about the extra ten bucks. Listen, if, if this guy's it's clapping stupid. her anyway, he he needs to give her the ten dollars for this fucking kid. She needs to give this kid the ten dollars and then take the ten dollars from 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 the clapper because she's the clap because she's the one receiving the clap. Clap, 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 clap. Fucking, there you go, man. So I'm, I'm saying this kid's not the asshole. He can't be the asshole. He, no, I don't he, think he, so. he wants what's coming to him. That's his fucking money. Yeah, he was inconvenienced. Just give him the money. Just so I like this kid. Alone. I'm very impressed with this kid. He fucking knows his value and he's sticking to it. He knows his fucking value, knows his worth. He's like, listen, bitch, I did work. I'm getting paid for this shit. I, I like because that's the same attitude I have. If you pay me for my job, I ain't going the fuck in there. Yeah. So fuck it. Not the asshole, <laughs> kid. And I, and I know you wanted to deliver some news here. And you think he, you, you would. You think he wanted to call the fucking sister? Had the sister come over? You know, yeah. he, he, I guarantee he didn't want that shit going on. Exactly, he didn't want to deal with any of that. It was just extra crap they did. Uh, but you wanted to drop some news here on the show about next week's scheduling. Yeah, we're not gonna be able to do Monday and Wednesday. We're not doing it. 
we got a kid that has to go and do testing, and we have to drive all the way the fuck over there yeah, it's a, to get it done on Monday, a, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's like a 45-minute so, drive during the normal uh, scheduling hours of the podcast. So. Fun times, man. Yeah, so. <laughs> fun times. It's going to be a long suck. fucking day of testing. Yeah. All those days. I forgot about that shit. It was three days in a row. I had to take off for work from it, and I got those days off. So, I mean, I'm actually going to get a couple days off, which is going to be fucking nice. Yeah. But it's going to suck having to drive like an hour and a half both ways, obviously. Like, that includes there and back. Prime time fucking traffic to get to this fucking yeah. place. It is going to suck. And who knows how long it's going to take for her to even complete the damn test. Because yeah. it's not timed. She can sit there all fucking day. She can it. sit there all day and just fold her arms and be, and we're <sighs> fucking sitting there all night long. And it's required. This is the first year. we got another kid that comes home during the day. We're going to yeah. have to fucking make sure she gets in the fucking house. This is going to suck. Yeah, this isn't going to be good. So yeah, yeah that's that, that's what's coming up. We might not make it to next week, but <laughs> yeah. there will be content though on Monday and Wednesday. So it's not like a podcast is going to pop up for you guys. We we are going to pre-record some no stuff. No podcast here. for anyone's asses next week. You fucking bitch. No podcast for anyone's asses. I fucking asses. trusted you to deliver the news <laughs> in the right way, and you're delivering fake news like MSNBC, Fox News, all the fucking news sites. Well, we are going to have some shows, though, for Monday and Wednesday. It's not going to be our, our normal shows, but it's going to be special. And I want to give special credit to our friend Scott, who was on the show. Uh, he, he came on the show. He's our gay friend. So oh, my... Why because, is that being... Why because, does that matter? listen, I get a lot of fucking anger and vitriol, and, and people want me dead because they think I hate the trans, LGBT, method of modern love fucking people. Oh, um, God. So there's your answer to the fucking quote of the Hall of Notes song I quoted earlier. But no, uh, but, but no seriously... Uh, he gave a great idea about like, hey, you guys should do an all asshole episode as like a anniversary thing because this is our fifth year anniversary of the show. And we were talking about before we came on how we're not going to be able to record on Monday and Wednesday. So we're, so we're just going to do two special episodes. We're just going to do all asshole topics. And I think that'll be fun because I fucking love doing those. And we'll do those whenever we need to fill space. We'll, we'll just throw those out there. So Monday and Wednesday, you're going to get some asshole episodes. They're going to be fucking fun. And mm-hmm. we're going to we promise you some good stuff. And then Friday, back to our normal Selves, I'll be very angry because a lot happens in a week on the news, so I'll have a lot of shit to yell and scream about, so I'll be back in action and I'll there. I'll be hiding. You'll be hiding. It's all that pent-up aggression is going somewhere. It's going to go right to this fucking microphone next Friday. So, uh, you got anything you want to talk about? Uh, no. You like me doing anything until Friday? You're going to finish Prison Break or anything? Um, I'm in the middle of Season 4. I don't remember how many episodes this is. And then I know Season 5 was a season that they came back to film. And that's not many episodes, so I should... Mm-hmm. Today's Wednesday? Wednesday, huh? I should be done, or very close to it. Okay. And then I'm going to be watching Renfield, and I think maybe a couple other things. Because I know that, like you said earlier, like that website just, like out of nowhere, a ton of stuff just started everything, popping up. Everything at once, so yeah. I'll, I'll take a look and see. Yeah, well, we should have a really good show on Friday, though, because we're going to yeah. be off the beginning of next week, because we're going to do some crazy shit. So we're going to make it up. Uh, the next couple Fridays. Wow, this is it. We're going to do Friday and then we're going to be off until the next Friday. That's going to be pretty fucking crazy. We're going to be doing stuff, man. Probably getting aggravated. So we'll have a lot of stories to talk about. But until then. You can find us at Voice of Misery on all platforms and voicemiserypodcast at gmail.com.